Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Very fluffy, very flirty. This is eternally meowing. And then the, it's the more long and wispy one. And then there's another one called Grow and Show. And that one's a little bit more. F- no, no. She's a perv. Grow and Show? Ma'am. Ari, you were being sexual. I don't even. I mean, we know that she I, she's a sexual little kitten. Grow and Show. She's like a 13-year-old boy. Let's be real. It's named Grow and Show, okay? Grow and Show and eternally meowing. I think the thing I'm most excited about, though, outside of the mascara is the Practically Permanent Lip Stain Marker. It's $16. Again, I haven't tried these yet. It's available in four shades. I didn't get it either. Ah, dang it. Okay. So it says it's experienced zero-gravity, long-wearing color that stays in place whatever your lips are up to. (laughs) Girl, you are freaky. <laughs> She's freaky. <laughs> that girl's freaky. Obviously. She is we, a freaky wife. We love to see it. We love freaky. to see it. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Every week, we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Y'all, we have a lot to cover today. A lot, Woo. especially because we have little baby Sarah Jessica Tan Christensen going to Paris with Chanel Butte. I like don't want to speak about it until, well, you know, what if like flights get canceled? Yeah. What if my flight gets canceled? Also, we're not required to take a test until we get to the hotel in Paris, which to me is like stressful because I guess to fly to Paris, you only need your vaccine card. And I guess if you're not vaccinated, you're supposed to take a test. But they're like, I saw the itinerary and it's like, test upon arrival in room. Like, what happens if I have it? Then I'm just stuck at the hotel, which, okay, fine. Stuck in Paris for two weeks. Well, on Chanel's dime, (laughs) great. But like, also, that would suck if you were stuck in a hotel room the whole time. I know. Where are you staying? We're staying at the Ritz. Oh, you bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah, we're getting the full Gabrielle Chanel experience because, as you probably know, she like lived there until she died. Yes. Wow. Well, you have two things to do for me. One, you have to buy me or at least get from the Chanel store the LeBeige's Cream Bronzer <laughs> in bulk from the Chanel store in Paris. Okay. And you have to coerce them into sending me a Chanel sweater. That's it. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Let me see what I can do. I'll work my magic. <laughs> very, very small, meager requests and nothing big. Yeah. Seems doable. Seems very doable. I want the sweatshirt that uh, Kylie Jenner has 
that has mm. the Chanel lipstick all over it. And then when I found mm-hmm. it online, it was like $5,000 because it's vintage. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's not happening well, for me. That seems easy. Going to wish you luck on that. Very easy. I'm sure you can make it happen. <laughs> on non-luxury. Well, maybe actually this is a luxury thing because you apparently have to have a disposable income to make this happen. Okay. NFT update. We asked y'all what the hell's going on with NFTs. We still don't understand. I've done some perusing of the internets trying to figure it out. I don't understand the allure. I don't get it. I just don't. I love the passion some of you have. Like, well, maybe it's like an heirloom that like you pass down to your kids. And I'm like, something you can't physically hold? Yeah. It's like me putting my arm out to the side to take a Disney photo in front of the Christmas tree and then like Tinkerbell appears. Like, I never post those photos. I'm like, Tinkerbell's not fucking there. That's not Tinkerbell. I I didn't get to see Tinkerbell. I didn't get to touch Tinkerbell. I know. It's very hard to grasp. I can't. I can't grasp it. It's like crypto, you know? Okay. This leads me to, is crypto NFTs a cult? Because Amanda Montel has her podcast, Sounds Like a Cult. And for a bonus episode, they wanted people to call in and talk about cryptocurrency and explain like why they think it's a cult. And I actually think it tracks. It very much is a cult. Like you have to invest. You don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe th- we could argue the stock market is also a cult because you can't control it. But like, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. It's weird. Everything's a cult. Everything is a cult. Just know that you're a blind follower to something. NFTs, though, we had a really interesting email come in from a listener that would like to remain anonymous, but I want to read this email just because I think- I love that they want to remain anonymous. I did ask her. I was like, can we say your name? And she was like, please keep me anonymous. I think she's just trying to keep it under wraps, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we appreciate you writing into us and trying to explain this to us. Yes. So there is one aspect of NFTs that a lot of people don't think about that this particular listener wanted us to be aware of. She says, Kirby and Sarah, I just want to start by saying I love your podcast so much. Thank you for putting out such relevant and informed content. I'm usually not one to write in like this, but I have a background in economics and currently work in international development, specifically in technological solutions for development challenges. And so I wanted to draw your attention to some lesser known aspects of NFTs regarding Tuesday's episode. While I do think NFTs are an important step in providing digital content creators a way to claim ownership of and revenue from their work, almost like a copyright, which that would be like the thing I think that makes the most sense to me. There are incredibly negative environmental ramifications of creating NFTs. NFTs and cryptocurrencies are produced via blockchains, which are essentially specific types of databases that store information that can be linked together. These databases require enormous computing power and are usually maintained by giant warehouses full of servers that use incredible amounts of energy. So much so that some economists predict that NFTs, cryptocurrencies, and blockchains will be the biggest source of environmental warming in the coming years. She links to a New York Times article, which she says reports that creating one NFT is equivalent to driving 500 miles in an average American gas-powered car. 
In short, NFTs could be great, but there needs to be a much stronger push to ensure that the power being used to create NFTs is green. I know that like myself, you both are very engaged in sustainability and environmentalism, especially concerning consumerism in the beauty industry. So I thought it was important to call attention to this aspect of NFTs. I also know that so many Glam Julinos, brands, and other stakeholders in the beauty industry really look to you as influential voices in the industry. That is so nice. Thank you. Yeah, wow. And believe that you could have an impact in encouraging beauty brands to seek out sustainable NFTs. For anyone who wants the beauty industry to become more sustainable, creating or purchasing an NFT as they are now would be acting 100% contrary to that goal. Mike, drop. This is, first of all, can I just tell you the satisfaction I got reading this email? This email was so well written. I was just going to say, please tell me more. Yeah, it was just like, I got chills reading it. It was so well written. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Point, point, point. I'm going to like reach out to this Anon and them to write for Refinery, like an explainer. Yes, yes, Anon. We know who you are. (laughs) We're calling you Anon, but we know who you are. (laughs) Like we're so well said. So well written. I'm obsessed. Such a good point. A great point. I don't know about NARS or like Elf's personal stances on sustainability, but I'm sure in the past year they may have said something about packaging or like cutting and reducing waste or like, remember that like red avatar Mm -hmm. thing that everyone was trying to do? And I'm like, what is this doing? Like, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? And we were like, Mm -hmm. what's the red thing? What's the red avatar? And then we found out it was like, write to your senator about like, yeah, (laughs) what was that? It was launched by Verst. Code red for climate, calling on brands, consumers, and lawmakers to form United Front on climate. And there were over a yeah, over a hundred beauty and wellness brands, including You to the People, uh, Peach and Lily. Yeah, like I think Very Good Light was a part of it. Like everyone on Instagram who you follow, <laughs> beauty wise, was involved in this. And I, to be completely honest, was a bit confused by it. I was very confused. I really didn't see like it was kind of like the black box thing. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people were posting a black box, but I was like, what is this even urging people to do? Like, what are you actually doing here? Like, let's see some results from this. Anyways, we digress. But if you are talking about being a smarter brand and helping with climate change and trying to cut back waste and all that good stuff and just being like more environmentally friendly then we hope if you start using NFTs, you're figuring out a green source to make Mm -hmm. that happen. Mm -hmm. Amazing point, Anon. We appreciate you. Thank you, Anon. (laughs) Our precious Anon. (laughs) Love ya, Anon. Okay, moving on. We have some beauty headlines. Okay, let's start off with our friend Addison Ray. (laughs) Our friend. (laughs) Talk to her for two minutes. My child. Um, yes, exactly. Our friend and child, the internet's child. Okay. She has item beauty. She's got her own, you know, beauty line. She's got like a bunch of stuff going on, right? Like she's obviously acting. She is launching a mood-based fragrance line. Cool. Okay. So I'm reading uh, the Women's Wear Daily article. It says, Ray has partnered with manufacturer Hampton Beauty to create a debut line of fragrances that pairs moods with scents. The AF Collection by Addison Ray will release at the beginning of November via its own website. So it's D2C. 
and it is quote unquote clean. It'll be shoppable, of course, via TikTok, because that is where Addison Ray was born, um, as well as Instagram. And Ray, <laughs> she, that's where she was born, right? She was birthed from TikTok. <laughs> yeah. She has 85 million followers on TikTok and 40 million followers on Instagram. That's insane. Insane. She's only 21 years old. So, yeah, it's $40 for a 30 milliliter fragrance. There are three different kinds. I'm curious to see what it smells like, and I'm curious to see if people are going to buy fragrance from her. Okay, honestly, I do think this is a smart business move because legit Paris Hilton fragrances, Britney Spears fragrances, like every celebrity. Yes, Ariana. Every celebrity gets into fragrances because they are so lucrative. It's like... I can't buy whatever Balenciaga situation that Ariana Grande is wearing, but I can buy her fragrance and feel like I have a part of her on me. You know what I mean? Totally. No, 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 for sure. And it's like very much like something that a teen star has to do. It's like a rite of passage. You have to release your own fragrance. Totally. And I mean, this was a little different, obviously, like, in the early aughts, you did a fragrance. You didn't do a whole beauty line. She obviously did a whole beauty line and now it's coming out with fragrance. There was one piece of this particular launch that you didn't cover and it's, how did they say it? Water-based? The fragrance? Yes. Okay, so it's created with upcycled materials via green chemistry and each scent is cruelty-free and features a water-based. So it's alcohol-free. Yes, okay. So I think that's going to be interesting for her fan base because we know that sometimes people who love fragrances can't wear them because Mm -hmm. of the alcohol content. It can Mm -hmm. irritate the skin. And the reason why alcohol is included is like obviously you want it to dry quickly when you spritz it. It can also affect like the chemistry of like how it smells, all that good stuff. So the fact that this doesn't have alcohol I think is really interesting like I know on Instagram when they were promoting it, it really focused on water-based. And mm-hmm. I was thinking at first, like, water-based, do they mean, like, everything's influenced by the ocean? What are they talking yeah. about? And then I'm like, oh, no, they literally mean, like, the base of the actual formulation is water instead of alcohol. Totally. And it's because of that, it, it's it's meant to be hydrating and apparently is still long-lasting. And you can spray it on your skin or in the hair. Which, I mean, that's what you do with fragrance anyways, but... Hydrating? Yeah, I don't know. New scents will launch every four to five months. Yeah, so if it's like a hydrating, like, are there skincare ingredients in there? I don't know. I'm not trying to spray a fragrance to get hydrating benefits, I'll be real. But the packaging's super cute. Um, It looks like it's like the size of your palm. It's like a mood board, like... A root mood ring. A mood ring, thank you. A mood ring in the way it looks. Mm-hmm. And it changes based on your uh, temperature, like holding it. So that's fun. Super fun. Little Addie Ray, birthed straight from TikTok. Listen, I, I root for her. She's a oh, child she's in my eyes. Yeah, I- I'm rooting for her. I hope that she goes on to have a very long-lasting career, grows, learns, all that good stuff. Agree. Moving forward, this is my moment. This is my moment. I can report news on this because... Kirby Johnson takes the floor. If you only knew how much time I spent looking into this, it's bad. But 
If you are a follower of Tati Westbrook, you may know that she kind of like disappeared after drama get into. Um, she was very much offline for a long time, came back earlier this summer, started making content again. She revealed she was going through ongoing litigation and that she wanted just to get back into making videos and that was it. Well, on Tuesday, I believe, she posted a video at like midnight Pacific time. So it was really late. And she announced that she is closing her beauty brand, Tati Beauty, which launched in fall of 2019. So, of course, everyone was super confused by this because by all accounts, this brand was super successful. Like they sold out of every unit that they had in 12 hours. She did this like really great palette that people were obsessed with and thought it was really great. She launched something that I even purchased called the Blendiful, which I really, really liked using and I still have. And Tati Beauty has now effectively closed its doors. Okay, why? So in the eight minute video, she basically said that this ongoing litigation that she is going through is kind of what put the nail in the coffin. And a lot of people went on to speculate that this was ongoing litigation between like her, James Charles and Jeffree Star, because as you may know, during Dramageddon, things were said, things were implied, things were actually said verbatim. Like she basically called James Charles a sexual predator. And we have since learned that he may have been predatory to like many minors. Okay. But a lot of people, because of that, went on to believe that that's the litigation that she was going through. That is not the litigation she's going through. The litigation she's going through revolves around Halo Beauty. So she was like teasing she was going to launch her first brand and everyone was like freaking out. And then she's like, it's Halo Beauty. And everyone was super disappointed because it was a supplement. Mm -hmm. She's like supplements to help with hair growth and nail growth or whatever. A lot of people thought it was weird because that's just not what you go to Tati Westbrook for. You go to her for makeup reviews. So that launch happened maybe 2018. And when this happened, she co-founded the company, not just with her husband, James, but with her previous business partner. His name is Clark Swanson. No, he isn't from Anchorman. Um, <laughs> I was like, not related to Ron Swanson. Yeah. Or like Clark Kent. I'm like, Clark Swanson needs to be on a TV show. They came to Clark before the launch because initially it was a 50-50 split. 50 to Clark. 50 to her and her husband, okay, in terms of ownership of the brand. When they went to Clark before the launch, they said, we would like to have majority stake. So we have two thirds, you have one third. And apparently, when this offer was made, the only reason why Clark agreed to it was because she was like, this is just the beginning. We're going to do a makeup brand. We're going to do skincare. We're going to do all of these things under the Halo Beauty umbrella. Fast forward to fall 2019, that is not what happened. She launched Tati Beauty, which is not like a subsidiary of Halo Beauty. It's a completely separate company that was started by herself and her husband. And I believe was created by Seed Beauty. So okay. this obviously pissed off Clark Swanson because he's like, okay, so I'm giving up my you know half stake in your company. He also mentioned 
that, you know, part of the reason why he even went into business with Tati was because she was like, I have all these connections to the influencer community. My friends are like the biggest influencers in the YouTube game. They will like proudly promote this product, like no expectations of like payment or all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then what happened is like her nearest and dearest ended up promoting Halo's biggest competitor, Sugar Bear Hair. That's essentially almost what caused Dramageddon because James Charles posted that photo of himself in assless chaps at Mm -hmm. Coachella Mm -hmm. being like, thanks, sugar bear hair. And Mm -hmm. Tati had a complete meltdown about it. And I think now knowing what was happening behind the scenes where she's like making promises to Halo that like she's going to get her friends to promote and then they're promoting her biggest competitor I understand why she acted the way she is because she was like under a lot of stress. She's like, are you trying to sabotage my business? That type of thing. And to James, it was like, I just wanted free security at Coachella. Like I wanted a backstage pass. Like I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't thinking too much into it. So because of this litigation with her previous business partner, Clark Swanson, she, I think, put, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. I just can't. I, I mean, it truly sounds like a fake name. She, I didn't watch the video, but I did read that I think she put her house up on the market because of this litigation and it's still ongoing. And that's why she closed Tati Beauty as a brand. This is sad. It's really sad. You can have an, a very successful beauty brand, right? But A, the pandemic played into it. Like they had to put a lot of things on hold because of that. And then when you have litigation like this, like if you're a new brand and you're not putting out product, that those funds are going away like they're those disappearing legal fees yeah they're out of control so unfortunately it, it seems like she's in a good place she's like you know i've had many days of being upset i'm not going to cry through this video i'm just trying to get through it i'm going to be strong about it so i think she's like found peace with it and it, pro- it was probably like a really gut-wrenching thing to have to get online and announce to the entire world that oh, this is yeah. what's happening i honestly think they forced her hand like there's no way for her to keep a thriving business open when you're undergoing legalities like this and honestly y'all know good and well i'm not an attorney but i would i my thinking is there's no way she could keep tati beauty open with the litigation that's happening against yeah. her for star, you know what I mean? Like totally, totally, yeah, yeah. That said, I have a feeling we're going to see a new brand from her in a few years once she gets through this, or just like a ton of Spawn Con coming our she, way. Get ready for the Spawn. <laughs> she's doing the Spawn. She's going back to five videos a week, and then we're she's support- launching we're a new brand. Her. We're supporting. We're wishing it. Like, her well. Yeah, yep. that sucks. That- it does suck. But I honestly think it's like such an interesting thing to look back on because at one point it was Tati, Jeffree Star, James Charles. Like that's all people were talking about. Like they were like the top three channels. Jeffree Star might as well have fallen off the face of the planet in my humble opinion. Like I don't hear jack about that man anymore. James Charles rightfully is like out of the spotlight. He needs to do a lot of critical thinking about his lifestyle choices. And, you know, Tati, like, I think she also needed to stay offline for a while, too. I don't remember all the ins and outs of all the things she said and did, but like. It's just crazy that we've like lived through it. The mighty have fallen. I remember I was literally doing like 64 frame Instagram stories explaining to people what was happening with Dramageddon, too. Like, okay. 
Now there's this video from Jeffree Star who is literally calling James Charles a predator. Okay, now here is Je James Charles, like, receipts. And I was, like, I remember thinking, like, James Charles really, like, came off well and all this other stuff. And then, like, all these minors are coming out. I mean, insanity. Complete insanity. Yeah, and then also just the fact that, like, big picture, like, four or five years ago, this is all anyone talked about. All, you know, not all we covered, but we covered a lot of it as editors. When we would go to events, it was like they were like the golden people when we were going on trips, you know, treated like they were like freaking Beyonce. And now how the mighty have fallen. The mighty have fallen. Remember when Jaclyn Hill sold hairy lipsticks? <laughs> yes. Remember yes. that? Like, that happened. Fortunate. It's absolutely wild. I, I honestly feel like when I read headlines of things that influencers have done, it it's like arrested development. It does not it feels like a parody. I'm like, you can't write this stuff. But it's also like, how can you expect or what do you expect from people who are like, they made so much money so quickly at such a young age with no direction, no guidance, and like, of course, of course this is gonna happen, you know? Oh my god. I mean, to be fair, though, like Jeffrey and Tati are, were fully in their 30s when this happened. Fair. Fair. That is very fair. Yikes.com. Yikes.com. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Kirby. That was very enlightening. <laughs> You're welcome. At Sarah's face, her eyeballs are like popping out of her head. She's like, what in God's name? Well, I was just like, I'm not going to read or watch any of this. That's why I'm always like, I hope Kirby talks about it so that I can just get her quick rundown. You're so welcome, Amy. Which is why you need your own show. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, in addition to this show, another show. <laughs> Shake it, buddy. Shake it, Okay. So this is the big headline. This is it. This is what you came for. REM Beauty is launching. Sarah has the tea. Tell us everything. Okay, so if you follow Ariana or Ariane Beauty on Instagram, you saw that yesterday on the 8th, they unveiled the collection, the lineup of products. I got a chance to uh, hop on a group Zoom with her last week with a bunch of press. She is lovely. She is just a beautiful little pixie fairy, beautiful woman. Just glowy AF, perfect, like, you know, little cheekbones and nose and her little ponytail. But she was freaking hilarious, let me of tell course. you. Yes, yes. She was doing swatches of her new eyeshadow palette as Jennifer Coolidge. She was making jokes about herself, like, because, you know, Zooms can be awkward, especially, like, when you're so famous and then the rest of the people are, like, quiet. She was just, like, owning it. I was very impressed and it was a lot of fun. But let's break down all of the products that you can expect from Miss Ariana Grande. So we've got an eyeliner marker, which I currently have on right now. It's very much like a felt tip, which usually I don't like because I like more of like a fluid brush. Okay. Um, but I actually really like this and I've been wearing it all day and it's stayed put. It's very, very black. Yes, it's extremely black. It lasts up to 48 hours, allegedly. And it's waterproof and smudge proof, which I agree. 
Have you worn it before? Um, no. I was going to ask about the removal process because I'm wondering if it's one of that those processes where it like kind of rolls. Yeah, yeah. I bet it's a roller. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, especially with the formula. So that's the eyeliner marker, $19. And she has a coal eyeliner pencil, $17. And that's going to come in a few different shades, a black, a brown, and then a very bright white because she said that this collection is very much inspired by her love of like the 60s, mod, beauty, twiggy, all that. So the white is very, very white. So you could do, you know, like the cute little graphic eye. Um, I actually have this one right now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Very pigmented. Again, smudge proof, transfer proof. It is pretty creamy. I want to try the brown one. She also got to name all of them and had a lot of fun with that. So she named the brown teddy bear and then the bright white so mod. Kirby, you're going to have to try the mascara because apparently it's like, according to Ariana, it is it. It's only $15, which I feel like is a pretty affordable price, no? Very affordable. And there's two mascaras. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Of course, I like didn't pay attention to this very closely because I'm like, sorry, I don't care. Uh, that's awesome. I love that. So there is a volumizing mascara and then there is a lengthening mascara. One shade, which is bold black. I love this. Most brands don't launch with a mascara and most brands don't come out with more than one mascara. People want different types of mascara. This is great. I don't have the products yet. But I'm looking at the brushes, and they both seem right up my alley. I think I'm probably most excited about the mascaras, obviously. Yeah, this is a volumizing one. Ooh, okay. You know what I like about is it? Is it a big wand? Yeah, it's long. Yeah, that actually does look big. It does. It looks a little thicker. It's big and long. It's long. It's long. I don't know if I'm gonna like that one because it might be a little too thick for my eyeball area oh wow and I like that it's a box like it's a square tube instead of a circular one so it won't be rolling around everywhere love it next we have the midnight shadows eyeshadow palette which is just a bunch of really beautiful like uh, nudes and browns gorge neutral mattes I should say neutral mattes and shimmers I feel like the closer I get to the camera the like I'm like Kirby can you like see it and I'm like not doing a good job it's very like shimmery, like a maybe a too shimmery for like my day to day. Okay. Like I'm wearing it right now and I don't know if you can see there's like a little bit of like, it's almost like glitter, which I'm yes. not like a huge fan of, but I think for like an evening look, this would be really fun. I'm going to be honest. I'm not super excited like seeing the packaging or seeing the actual shade range. I think it actually is because I don't like square palettes. I like circle palettes. I like it when pigments and, and shadows are in circle pans. Do you feel like this, like, because it blends into each other or what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. It's something about the user experience. I don't think this is the standout. No, I don't think so either. It kind of reminds me of like hard candy. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hear you. Anyways, okay, so that's $24, and like I said, she swatched this as Jennifer Coolidge, and I, like, wish that we could, 
I wish we, we could have you guys the clip. The f- we have the clip. We have it. If, if you want to hear it, just DM me. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> you just get flooded with DMs. Okay. And then in addition to the mascaras, because Ari loves her lashes, she is also releasing some falsies. So I have two of them right here. They're like very fluffy, very flirty. This is eternally meowing. And then it's the more long and wispy one. And then there's another one called Grow and Show. And that one's a little bit more. No, no. She's a perv. Grow and Show? Ma'am. Ari, you were being sexual. Don't even. I mean, we know that she's a sexual little kitten. Grow and Show. She's like a 13-year-old boy. Let's be real. It's named Grow and Show, okay? Grow and Show and Eternally Meowing. I like that one because it's like you get like the flirty cat eyes. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Then she has some liquid eyeshadows for $16. Um, I just have this. It's cute. It's, again, a little bit too glittery for my personal style yeah it's very very metallic like silver shimmer sparkles i'm wearing it on my eye liquid eyeshadows never really do it for me i think the only one i've truly been obsessed with is the kosas 10 second shadow Mm -hmm. but i always have a hard time with it because it's like i can never get it to buff out and be just as like diffused as i would like it to One thing I do want to say, though, is the imagery that they're using to showcase these liquid eyeshadows is so gorgeous. It looks just very different from a lot of other imagery that I've seen with other brands. Like there's like a circle, a circular dropping of like different liquid shadows, like a purple and a black and a white. Yeah, it's like a little swirl. Yeah, it's like a little swirl. It reminds me very much of like God is a Woman, her music video. And I wanted to note that you said that she named her products. And I'm wondering if like for the 10 matte shades, she used all of the different sayings that she uses via text because their names are totes, later with an eight in it, G to G, got to go, NVM, never mind, sup, BRB, as if, a broken heart, like, like the not the emoji, but you know, like the sideways mm-hmm. heart with the slash in it. And then TTYL. And I can just like see her texting people like. Totally. Sup. <laughs> like BRB getting my ponytail did or whatever, you know. Yeah. I got the sense that she was very involved in the process. And she said that she has been wearing and testing a lot of these products like on The Voice. Like so when you've seen her recently you know, on TV or on Instagram, like she's wearing all of her products because she very much like she wanted to make sure that she really liked it, which I, you know, she's such a beauty girl, you know? Yeah. And she knows what she wants and she knows what she likes. So I really appreciate that about her. Okay. So I'm personally excited to try her plumping lip gloss. They didn't send me a sample, but this I think she said is like one of her favorites. She says that when she wears lip gloss, she really likes the experience of putting it on and obviously how it looks. So it's plumping. It's got plumping actives in it and it has a cooling mint sensation. 
And she was talking about how much she used to love wearing like lip venom growing up and, you know, all of our favorite really sticky lip glosses that we used to wear. So I think that that definitely inspired this plumping lip gloss. So it's $17 and it looked so beautiful on her. So in the Allure interview that she did, she said that like it was like aggressively strong like she talked about how her like lips were on fire the writer was like oh my god this is insane so i'm actually really curious to try this to see if i can withstand the ariana grande plumping lip gloss why didn't they send it to you i don't think it was ready it just wasn't ready yet i wonder if it's going to be like lip injection status because that was like oh my god it was too much we've talked about that we've talked about it Like you couldn't even kiss your child because it was too much. So it comes in a bunch of colors and then there's a clear one that she really, really loves. Oh, my God. She has one named Chucky, (laughs) which is an iridescent lavender. This is going to be Jeff status on the pod. Chucky and Jeff. We're really into it. Utmost importance, plumping lip gloss. There's a clear one. This is not really any different from... The other plumping is just clear, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. And then there's matte lipsticks, $19. What I really appreciate is the price point here. Everything has been under $25, mm-hmm. which I'm really into. And I think maybe the reason why it, this is a form of brand. It is. It is a form of brand. So it is definitely affordable. I really, really appreciate that. The matte lipstick, the, the shades that they have available, six shades, Definitely look like Ariana shades. You know, Ariana's not really wearing like reds, uh, bright, not too many bright colors. She's got like nudie, peachy pinks, like mauves, chestnuts, cocos. I think this next product though is outside of the mascara. I just want to show and talk about the packaging for the lipstick. Oh my God, it looks like a little astronaut. Yeah, it's so freaking cute. It's Oh, it's like cute. So all of her packaging is kind of like, very much like space inspired. Yes. So the lipstick, the actual like component is silver and it does look like a little like astronaut shooting into space because it has a clear little, I don't know what you would call that, window. It's like a peekaboo. Yeah. yeah, So you can can see see the shade. I was so excited to like take a really beautiful video of this and freaking Zoe got into it before I did and smudged the shit out of it. So unfortunately, it's like very messy. But this color is really cute. And I like it. I think that's so cute. I love it. Truly looks like an astronaut helmet. It's really cute. One thing I will say is that and maybe it's just because I got the samples, but there aren't any like names or anything on them or not on the lipstick. I don't know. Maybe that's just the or the samples. or the eyeshadows. Yeah, maybe it's just the samples, but I don't know what color this. Oh, it's actually probably drive-in or tiramisu. Anyways, really cute. Go on, Kirby. What were you saying? No, I I okay, so now I'm excited about the lipsticks cuz those are so freaking cute. I think the thing I'm most excited about though outside of the mascara is the practically permanent lip stain marker. It's $16. Again, I haven't tried these yet. It's available in four shades. I didn't get it either. Ah, dang it. Okay. So it says it's experienced zero gravity, long wearing color that stays in place, whatever your lips are up to. (laughs) Girl, you are freaky. (laughs) She's freaky. (laughs) That girl's freaky. Obviously. She is a freaky wife. We love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, It says claims and consumer testing. 
It says 100% of people said the product did not bleed or run, that it allowed for easy targeted application, virtually weightless and remained comfortable throughout wear and had a rich color payoff. And the colors include popular, which is very, very on brand as we have our new Galinda in Wicked. Oh, yeah. Ari is now Galinda in Wicked. So good for her. We've got popular, which is strawberry pink, full out raspberry red. Miss Berry, Cool Berry, Booked and Busy, which is a mauve wine color. I think this is going to be great for the holidays, but I do love a stain and I like that it's in a marker form Mm -hmm. because then you can like fully, you know, outline your lips if you want. I know. And I want to know what it looks like or what it feels like when you fill in your lips too. Totally. And then lastly, there's a highlighter. I feel like... You absolutely have to have a highlighter. It's called the Highlighter Topper, Interstellar Highlighter Topper. It comes in 10 shades. And the thing I found most interesting is like, it's not just like gold, silver, bronze, rose gold. There's like a a mint green. Yeah, it's very much like Fenty. Yes. Yep. There's a mint green. There's like a very iridescent lavender shade. There's a color that it's gold, but I mean, it is like basically yellow. It's like um, Trophy Wife from Fenty. Yup, yup. So all in all, everything, the takeaway is everything's under $25. When does it launch? So we know that it is being unveiled on the 8th, but I don't know when the actual launch date is. So I saw that it's actually being launched on November 12th. I saw a post about this. I'm not sure if it was from REM itself or like a fan account, but it said November 12th. That's probably true then. Okay, so let's go to that. Okay, so t- this Friday, it's coming out. I feel like I said that, but I don't I remember. Think you said did that. I say that? I okay, think you, okay. I so think then you let's, did. I think that's true. Okay. Okay, great. What is your favorite that you've tried so far? I like, I think it's a toss up between the eyeliner and the lipstick so far. Okay. However, okay. dying to try the lip gloss because that is the product that Ariana was like raving about, although obviously she loves all of them. And then this lip stain topper that you just talked about too. What about you? I definitely want the mascara. I want the lip stain. I would like the lip gloss. I want a lipstick just for the packaging. Yeah, totally. I wonder if she's going to have like a pop-up or something. Girl, come on the podcast. Girl. It's like, what else are you doing? You know, <laughs> just on the voice and like going to be in a major motion picture and launching a beauty brand. And she got married. I mean, girl knows what's but like up. you're where your girls just, you know, make like 10 minutes rest. Come on. We love it. But we really, it. I feel like there needs to be like a grove pop up or something. Totally. So, so people can like that's the thing with these like DTC brands, which they're all that's great, obviously. But like we want to touch and feel and play. I mean, I'm sure they're putting so much money into this. There's bound to be one, especially as the holidays come up. Like I could see one popping up at the Grove, you know. Right? Yeah. All right. That's our show, fam. That is our show. We hope you enjoyed it. What was your favorite part of the show? I mean, all of it. (laughs) I love that we have listeners who are like teaching us things. Yes. Who are writing in and like sharing their expertise. Like, Please continue to do that, you guys. This like really like warms my heart. And I'm like, I love learning from them. I love learning from you guys. Agreed. Agreed. We love our Anon. 
Sarah's going to be in touch. We love you, Ananda. Ananda! Ananda! (laughs) We love our little Ananda. Okay, we will be back on Friday with a guest that we have been wanting to have on the pod for a very long time, and now they're here, and you're going to learn all about inflammaging. We will talk to you then. Have a great week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.